Private Practice Fan Podcast, episode number seven. Welcome back to the Private Practice Fan Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. It's a lot of bees right there in a row. Welcome to the Perfect Private Practice Podcast. <laughs> I have to um have I, ha- to, I have uh, to mentally think about what, what I'm saying. It or I get all jumbled. Not a problem. So anyway. So uh Stephanie, how's your notes there for this episode? I have I have a couple notes. <laughs> Literally. Literally, like two, right? Um, well, this was episode um, number seven, because remember, we were off last week, um, which I missed it last week. I really did. I was so excited that Wednesday was coming, and I'm trying to talk through Cliff's never-ending yawn. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you ready? I am. Okay. I, in fact, I almost forgot like some of the names of the characters after having you a did. week off. I'm like, what's his name? And you're like, super hot Sam. <laughs> super hot Sam. Um I don't think that's what I said. I know it's not, yeah. but... Anyway. Anyway. Um, but he is super hot because I'm totally kind of blushing right now. So. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'll talk about that in a minute. I don't think I'm blushing because of how hot he is. I think I'm blushing because how hot the scene was right. when these two completely stubborn people give in to their clear feelings for each other. Right. You know? Now, I don't think that they'll be back together. I, I, I think that they will, you know, they'll have to deal with the whole messy because, um, well, hold on. First, episode seven, in which Sam gets taken for a ride. Oh, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Glad to have you here, Stephanie. I've been here. You're the one over there yawning. I know. I'm Not sorry. one yawn for me yet. Not yet. Anyway, I think that they'll have to deal with the... The complicatedness of, of of sex, because Violet said in the beginning, just have, you know, uncomplicated, casual sex, and there is no such thing. Yeah, the, as a matter of fact, this episode was, it, it almost borderlined on Grey's Anatomy-ish, if you will. No, I, it, no it, it, it wasn't childish. It wasn't childish, it wasn't childish. immature sex but it but still you know the, i i just have a real problem with promoting promiscuity it was I, a great episode but it, it was just no, great it was it was a decent episode but it just i mean actually, decent. it was really good it, no it was it was okay i i i'm i just you know okay i understand things happen okay and i understand our culture is the way that it is I just don't. I just have a hard time with phrases like "casual sex is empowering" with boundaries. You know that something like that. But it's not. It's no, it's not. And, and I'm, at, at the very least, I'm so thankful that they they showed how it how complicated casual sex can and should be. Right. You know. It, so it in, in a way that I think that that was good. Right. I'm very glad. That that Cooper, you know, said no. This I this, can't do this. This isn't yeah. th- no. This it, it this is always you know I can't do that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not casual with you, and it never will be. Right, and and is basically what he said. That's pretty much what he said, and I'm like, you know, go yeah, absolutely. You know, you you can't just give in, and and and. Uh, 
He should have told her that he's in love with her right there while she's... Well, I think he did. Standing there naked. I know. I, I agree. I think he did. But I think and he I think she realized it for the yeah, first time. she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know, she's yeah. in trouble, so... And, and she was even emotional when she went to answer the door. Yeah. Because she, she said, you know, Coop, not now. I, you know. So I think that... Right. I, I do think that he told her, you know. Yes, absolutely. So. So, anyway... In, I'm not overly upset about it. It's just, I guess I was more upset in the beginning, and I wrote down that little note to to bring up. But okay. the ending of the episode kind of made up for it. You know, now the the scene with Sam and Naomi. You know, that's a that's a situation where men and woman who were, you know, happily married, then unhappily married and divorced. Getting back together, I I I support that, and and I, I I'd love to see them get back together. So you know, I'm not necessarily anyway. I I am not the moral police. I understand. So don't <laughs> send your email to me. I, I'm gonna get off my high horse. Okay. I am not perfect. I make lots of mistakes myself, and there are plenty of things that I do that I even don't like. So okay. there. Enough said. So Cliff is getting off the high horse. <laughs> Matter of fact, you can just lock that in your Dell vault. Lock it in your Dell vault. That was so cute. Dell is cute. Dell he, is he, cool. He's adorable. He's he's just an adorable kid. I love how when he was getting so excited about um, Naomi, told him he could go watch Ashley, and you know monitor her contractions, and you know come and get me when she's four centimeters. But you know when you have four kids, they tend to the last one tends to come a little faster, mm-hmm. and. Um, and uh, you were saying I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> Moving right along, um, I was going to bring up that Addison wants more, not just another notch in his what? Not just another notch in, in your... his acupuncture table. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which I'm I'm glad that the episode ended that way. I am. But do you think <sighs> what? I'm not glad that he stood her up. No, I'm not glad that he stood her up either, but I do think that he needs to, if they're going to put them together, the, then he needs to deal with some, some issues, and I, I'd rather them get together on... Yeah, but you know. a phone call, something... It, it, but I think they're also trying to show tr- that he he's not that guy that, that she wants. You think that... I agree, I agree, because Naomi says, you know, you're, you're just... You're just you just don't want to be alone. Right. And she even admitted, you know, <clears throat> so what if I don't want to be alone? And and you know, it's her regular MO. It, it's it's the guy that, you know, it's the cute doctor with the cute eyes it's or whatever. The hot doctor with the, yep. You know, and, and it's the whole thing. And I I loved that they brought in the um the police officer who yeah. clearly who had an attraction was to her. Christopher on Gilmore Girls. And who um, basically is outside of what she typically has gone for. And she realized at that moment in time that, you know what? Hey, I, I don't have to settle right. for something less than what I want. Absolutely. And I'm glad that she is not. Well, right. the, well, well hold on. She, okay. she was going to. She was to. going to. She was going to. But I don't think she will now. Oh, not now. I mean, he didn't even call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that was ridiculous. She waited for an hour. If anything, that proves that he's not the guy right. for her. I agree. You know, just not showing up, not calling. Yeah. You know, I, traumatic day. I'm a little 
But you still make the phone call. Yeah. You know, if he ha- now if he would have yeah. had Sam's day, totally understand. You know, well, St- Sam's day ended well, but <laughs> for Sam, but uh, <laughs> and Naomi <laughs> and Naomi and Stephanie's blushing face. I don't know what that's all about, but anyway. But Sam's house call was a little bit, you know, a little bit more understanding of, of maybe not living up to what you had said you were going to do. So. Okay. So Violet started the episode a little cranky, but obviously we... Well, I think she's still going to be cranky. She's still going to be cranky. Yeah. And and I'm glad that... Now she's cranky and confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think she has feelings for him? I think if she would stop and, and maybe take a breath... She would realize that she does. I think she doesn't realize what she what she has in Cooper under her nose. I, I, I think that she's so busy being concerned about what she doesn't have that right. she doesn't see what That she what doesn't is realize there. that she can have it. Yeah. But they want totally different things. I mean, she doesn't want children. He does. and Yeah, that's true. You know, which seriously, if you're about to have casual sex, you don't say, I want a whole bunch of kids. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nothing casual about that. I'll put that on my my list of things to remember, yeah, Stephanie. Right. Thank you. Um, so anyway, but yeah, the friends with benefits things just it not going to work out. And uh, let's see here. Cooper, uh, I wrote down a note. Um, what's this say? I don't know. Uh, chant. Oh, the whole chanting I'm getting laid thing. Yeah. That. That was a little childish. That was childish. That, that, that was, was that was Cooper. That was the Cooper that they introduced us to. Yes, in, in the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah, so anyway, and you said that this episode was called Sex and Babies, is that right? That's what I called it. All right. Uh, they could have called it Delivery at Gunpoint. Delivery at Gunpoint. No, that was... I don't. Okay, that was just a little bit... Too uh, much. It, yeah. I didn't like that. After after the, the police officer's widow, what was her name? Susan. After sure, why not? Seeing her, the the scene with her, hats off to that actress. She is amazing because that scene was totally believable and I was breathless while watching it. Yeah. It was it was just great. Um I really believed her in her panic and in Forgetting that her husband had died and then coming to the realization again. Anyway. So, yeah, I agree. It was very emotional. And partnered in the same episode with the gunpoint baby birth was just... Yeah, the the gunpoint baby birth was a little unbelievable for me because with the amount of pain... I mean, you know, hello, it's, like, it's the little girl it, from Roseanne. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the little girl from... You know, she played... An, she did an excellent she did. job of oh, playing no, a crazy she's a, person. Yeah, she's a great actress. But um, it, it's hard to, to wipe it, away that, that cranky teenager that I watched grow up on TV. Yeah, and she, she, she it was almost the same character. Yeah. You know, I was surprised that her mom, Roseanne, didn't walk in and say, <laughs> What do you think you're doing? So, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, the one thing that I have a problem with is like, obviously she had jeans on in the beginning, uh, and she had to drop her drawers to... Well, they didn't show you her, take her pants off, but... Well, hello, when you're taking your pants off, you can't just easily hold on to a gun. It was after she had put the gun down. No. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. She still had her pants on when he told her to put the gun down. Okay. Never mind then. You need to put the gun down. We've got to get this baby out. Anyway, that it was crazy. I'm fairly certain. I, I that's the only part of this episode so. I'd say that. And then to come to find out that the boy she shot behind the counter was the baby's dad. It was that just, was neat. No, that, I, I no. I, I, that's I thought what I was going to say. That was a good part of I that was story. Say, that was a good part of the story because he's sitting there just shouting that she's crazy. Come to find out, you know. Maybe that part of maybe that section of the. See, I all I'm saying is that I don't know what I'm saying. I I I would. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm on the I fence the of whether thing, or not I like that part in this episode. I think the only thing that holds us back from that episode is seeing that teenager from Roseanne. Being, I think that's I she think is so typecasted. That, I I really feel bad for her. That happens to so many actors who have these you know these these parts as kids or these parts that are like um, Jennifer Gardner cannot be on television ever again. You know, she uh, will, she was on thirteen going that's on. That's a movie. Thir- I know, but can you not do television? And I mean, because I don't know. I mean, I could see Jennifer Gardner in in a different show in a cu- in a couple years. In a couple years. In a couple years. Yeah. And I know that you know is her name Melissa Gilbert. Is I don't know. Name? I think that's her name. Um, of course, or, Weiss no. is always going to be Weiss, and Sark is always yeah, going to be Sark, I mean, and she will forever be that character. I think. You know they Isn't should bring she's in still Arvin. Running in syndication they should somewhere. bring in Arvin Sloan. Do you know who we were missing in this Arvin episode? Arvin Sloan is on Brothers and Sisters. Is he? Yes. Oh man. Yes. So um. And so is remember the a, the new guy agent that they brought in. Um, yeah, I never really cared. is his name. I think. I don't care um, about him. He was. He was. He was he's on a, Brothers and Sisters also. He's a nobody. They just Victor Garber somewhere. They just. They just. They just brought in him. Um. At the end of Alias, right. just to have somebody to write in. Um, I was going to say something. I'm sorry. It was almost profound. And and now I can say that it was extremely profound because that would make me sound really cool. <laughs> but, but I've completely forgotten it. Um, it was extremely profound, though. Okay, I we were talking about... We were talking, we were talking about, about different TV shows. Type casting. And I, yeah, it's gone. Oh, okay. The, okay. the dad. Um, yeah. um Jennifer Garner's dad, Jack Bristow. Victor Garber, I just said. Victor you, Garber's on what? television somewhere. I I what, just don't remember. I don't where. remember his real name. Come he, on. The, we watched those credits for six years. You don't remember who I the people never, are? I never look at the credits Jennifer ever. Garner and, and Victor Garber and Michael Vartan is on Big Shots on ABC. Mark, Michael Vartan, the only other place I've seen him is on Celebrity Poker. Really? Yeah, Texas Hold'em, <laughs> and in fact, he was on the World Poker Tour at least twice that okay. I've seen him. So okay, yeah, rock on, poker rules. Rock on, rock Ron on. Rifkin. What was Ron? Um, who? Ron Rifkin. Is that the was black guy? Arvin Sloan. Oh, okay. No. What was that one guy's? Na- what was the black guy's name? The uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Dixon. 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 He was I don't awesome. remember that actor's name. They need to bring all these. People back into private practice. <laughs> show? I don't think so. I don't think so. They had no, Sark on private practice, though, in the pilot. No, they didn't. In the pilot that they, they showed last season as part of a Grey's Anatomy episode. No. You sure? Yes. No. What, yes. Was, what did he do? David Anders. He played, there was a pregnant woman, and there were, there were. Um, she was supposed to be a surrogate for this woman. Okay. And 
turns out the week that they inseminate her, she slept with three different men, and so they had no idea who the baby was, who the baby's father was. I think I remember that. Okay, David Anders Sark uh-huh. was that woman's husband. I that was a long time ago. I don't remember <laughs> that, but I do. Om- I almost remember seeing Sark. YouTube it. It's on YouTube. YouTube it. I'm not YouTubing it. <laughs> I tied my YouTubes. All right. <laughs> Let's see here. You should. Let's see. Oh, you shove that bit. Ba- that bit. Ba- <laughs> Hold on. on. I gotta get this one out. You shove that boy back up there and pull out a girl. That's great. That was a good line. That was a good line. I loved that. I I did love that story of you know the mom being overwhelmed. Hello. Hello. And, I wonder if Stephanie can relate to that. <laughs> and and feeling like you know I can't do this again. And I do have to say that it was kind of naive for the mom to think that a daughter would be, you know, all her own. Because, trust me, honey, those girls are going to turn on you someday. They always turn into Dad daddy's is girls. It's going to be better and cooler. and You better believe it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so, I have t- only two other notes. But you, um, okay, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going back to the whole. Well, you go back wherever you want. Back to Kelly. Okay, Kelly the, uh, is who? The 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 gunpoint baby. The gunpoint baby. Okay. Um. <laughs> gotcha. I, I mean, no, you I, knew where I was going, right? I, I'm there with you. I'm tracking. You kept you kept making comments on her face. It it was driving me crazy. I'm like, ah. Okay. Seriously, my, I my face was distorted. I mean, I'm like, ah, stop Here, it. Here's the thing. You try to do what she was doing, or try to pretend to do what she's pretending to do. I, I think I'll pass. Really, seriously. I mean, seriously. No, something I, she, the size she, of a watermelon coming out of something the size of a lemon. My face is distorted too. Hey, I've been there. I've had. I've delivered kidney stones. I, we're we're yeah, good. Whatever. Seriously. Well, I know you have, but that's different. It's not. It's it's worse even. Ha. Huh. Whatever they say that it's worse, but I'm oh, telling you, the only did, person did who you says pray it's to worse, die. No, I didn't. I had okay. drugs. <laughs> Now, maybe they should give me an episode. I pray epi- you would die. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. I had drugs, too. Anyway, I, w- I liked I when Del told the too. dad. I liked when Del told the dad. Um, grow up. Grow up. I love that he was the first one to say it, too. I do, too. And then everybody else is <laughs> like, like, he's right. <laughs> right. He's right. I, but, and then I loved when Naomi said, you uh. need to grow up, too. You're the you one who chose knew. to populate. You chose to populate. That was a great cho- choice of wording. <laughs> it was. And you knew that getting a, a oh, girl man, was 50 Oh, man, that just reminded 50. me of that stupid writer strike. Man. Sorry. <sighs> Goodness. Yeah, it sucks. So, yeah. I, you know, I hope they get what they need. And, I was and really deserve. in love with this episode. Uh, it was a good episode. I do, too. Right, the writers, totally. The, the studios need to cut the crap. You know. The, you know. Yeah. Seriously, seriously, stingy totally. little tightwads. Give them the two. What are hey, they asking hey, for? Two point five percent? Something. I don't know. It, it, we played it in our weekly loss podcast. So four point five. The whole 5, the whole 5, deal 5, is that I don't remember. Just, I've I've actually finally boned up on the whole thing that's going on here. I know you have, and I just want to just because I haven't explained it in in. Oh, we didn't talk about it in this show because we didn't have one last week. Right. Writers are on strike. The writer sucks for us. Yeah, the writers are on strike, (laughs) and what it is is a long time ago for video sales of TV shows back in I think like 1980 or something. They decided um, 
that the industry for television show on video cassette was extremely slow and writers decided to they agreed by contract to reduce their their share i mean like down to like 4 but, cents yeah uh and and basically uh they had anticipated that once sales of video um, re, you know, went up, went that, up. That their they, thing so would go would they, up, right? But obviously, you can't just assume anything that's not in black mm-hmm. and white because it's just not how things work in the real world. Right. And so, therefore, what happened is now uh, they're selling tons of DVDs, and the prices are the same as what they were getting. And now back they have then. the internet and the iTunes, and, and now, what's that thing on Amazon? Unbox TV. Unbox. TV. So all the internet delivery, the play, the people are going to be making billions of dollars. In and they ad won't revenues, share it. and they won't, and and the the DVDs are the same prices as 1980, which today DVD sales of right. series is just astonishing, money maker heaven for these people, and so they they're just asking for an increase there, and they and they want to be paid for the internet, and the reason why, and I totally agree with this, um, the the fact is is that internet watching television shows over the internet streaming on demand will eventually replace television it will it will and the thing is is right now the, the contract states that because a, the lawyers wrote it up in such a way they to wrote, get around it they wrote in and defined streaming episodes on the internet considered promo promotional use and so therefore because a full episode with advertisements is on the internet it is only promotional and so, therefore, they we get nothing. We all know that's not true anymore. It's not true. I, I watch plenty of shows, uh, or have anyway, online, and I prefer to do so. Right. You know, I like my nice high-def screen on my laptop. Right. You know, my standard-def TV out there just doesn't cut it. It just doesn't cut it, does it? Nope. And I'm not going to go out and pay a couple thousand dollars for HD TV. Well, we have no need to. Nope. So, anyway, that's what's going on with the writer's strike. It's it's definitely on. It could last we're into months. Last, we're into week two now. Yep. Um, the last, if you don't know already, the last writer strike was in 1988, and it lasted for 22 weeks. So we, 22 we could weeks. be we could be in for a long haul, which is five months, by the way. That's a long time. Yeah. And of course, uh, Stephanie and I will keep so, you posted I'm as really, much as we can. Yeah, and we're really praying that that the you know the studios will give the writers what they're asking for. I mean, it's not. It's not like they're asking for the world, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it, you know, and, and you know, the thing is, is obviously we have no idea what goes on behind right. the scenes and no. stuff like that. But uh, I don't know, you know. Really, honestly, I don't know enough about everything to to say that I clearly have an opinion. I've only heard the writers' strike side of the story, and uh, it seems to me that what they want is fair and equitable and and reasonable. And those people have families to pay, uh, or to, to care to for, to care for, <laughs> pay the family. Yeah. So uh, seriously, um, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I do want our television shows. I do too. You know, and the, the only thing is, it, it, the only thing about strikes that I don't like is, I, and, and, I, and, and, and I, I don't want this to be a political debate or anything right. like that. I just don't, I, I mean, striking is one thing. Quitting is another, right. you know, and, 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 and me, I can't strike, you know, I, I'm not a part of a union and, and it, but it, you know, it, it's kind of like if I was to say, you know, Hey, you know, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this business to its halt just because I don't agree with, you know, the unfairness right. of what's going on here. And so, I mean, I don't know how I feel about all that stuff, but I don't understand. I I. I but anyway, who that. all we care about right now is is making sure that I'm going to start a mom's union and we're going to strike from doing the dishes because <laughs> <laughs> we are unappreciated. Could you imagine that Stephanie starts? <laughs> and I can remember. I I can I can just imagine it's it's the year 2075. <laughs> The last mom's dishes strike was back in 2007. It lasted for 37 months. And finally, Cliff gave in. And moms around the world went back to doing dishes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except I wouldn't do the dishes after they've been piled up for 37 months. Because you know nobody else in this house is going to do it. Hey, now, I help with the dishes. On occasion. You did today. You helped. I did. Oh, wow, that was a yawn right in your All you ears. Had to do is Sorry about them. that pre-washed dishes up and put them in the dishwasher. Oh, but it was so much fun. <laughs> you did talk to me. I mean, that was fun. Yeah, I kept we you talk, company and we talked. We talked. We How about that? Nifty. We did. We had dialogue that was not in front of this microphone. <gasps> wow. Ah. I should have brought the Edderall. We're going to have to do that again. <laughs> I'm kidding. Clearly, I'm kidding. I know. Too funny. Well, anyway, um, everybody. I loved this episode. It was a good episode. private, private private practice it was a good episode of the private practice perfect pad pod, podcast <laughs> whatever but uh, the ppp is that right private practice it, this is the ppp show excuse me it's the pp podcast i like it i'm gonna go register that pppodcast.com join the community that's Please it stuff all right